Welcome to the latest edition of China Tech Insights, a project of Tencent Online Media Group. I'm your host, Rowan Malhotra. China Tech Insights was launched in 2016 with an aim to share analyses of the Chinese tech industry. Our articles are investigative reports based on meticulous interviewing, surveys and research, fueled by professional opinion from business insiders. Established in 2003, Tencent Online Media Group hosts China's biggest online news portal and publishes one of the most popular mobile news apps in China. With a team of over 40 media professionals, some of whom have decades of journalistic experience, this project aims to tap the most brilliant minds in the Chinese tech industry. On to this week's happenings. In today's show, we've got two major plot lines, Leiko and Baidu. It seems Leiko hasn't fully extricated itself from its financial struggles of late, despite pledges from financial backers to lift it out of its misery. We're seeing defaults on payments, the potential folding of its India HQ, and even talk of several prominent investors selling off. As for Baidu, we're looking at what seems to be a refocusing of company strategy with O2O services having been supplanted by AI despite reassurances from company CEO Robin Lee and Baidu plowing investment into Next EV, an exciting EV startup with the current world's fastest electric supercar. First up, LeEco. It's been a rough week for Leiko with one item after another of bad news coming out. It seems many of the affiliated with Leiko are quickly falling by the way. Its television arm just released three new TVs for the spring season, likely the only bit of cheering news all week. The bad news begins with an announcement made by the Asian Football Confederation that is to award a broadcasting rights in China to sports marketing company CSM for the remainder of 2017 to 2020, at the same time terminating its contract with Le TV. Back in October of 2015, Le Sports, the sports arm of Le Eco, announced it would purchase media rights to AFC from 2017 to 2020 for USD 110 million. However, since Leco's cash crunch broke out last November, Le Sports hasn't been able to come up with the cash to pay its obligations. And one notable example is broadcast signal of the Premier League was almost terminated last December due to payment defaults. According to the contract signed with AFC, the USD $110 million was supposed to be paid in installments, and in light of the RMB $8 billion Luico raised in April 2016, $110 million should not be an especially big sum of money. Whatever happened to that RMB $8 billion? In the past year, the company has spent a hell of a lot of time purchasing broadcasting rights to as many as 100 projects, including over Euro 200 million for the English Premier League, an annual fee of USD 20 million for ATP, and RMB 2.7 billion for the China Football Association Super League, among others. Speaking of the CSL, we have yet another example of a rights arrangement that Le Sports has lost over the last week since it apparently cannot afford payments due from last November. PPTV, the video streaming site owned by leading retailer Suning Group, has replaced Le Sports to become the new exclusive partner for CSL with RMB $1.35 billion a year. It seems now that Suning Group, rather than Leeco, is building an empire in the sports industry with real money rather than just promises and vision. It has injected big money into this industry by sponsoring soccer clubs buying media rights, media platforms, content communities, and live streaming platforms. And there's more still to come. 
China Bridge Capital, the third largest shareholder in Le Eco's public arm Le Shure Information and Technology, is rumored to have sold Le Shure stock on three separate occasions. Despite this, last November, when Le Eco was experiencing crisis, the firm announced it would support Le Eco with as much funding as possible. Notable Chinese billionaires Jack Ma and Wang Jianlin were also reported to have sold shares in Le Sports. Their investment firms made investments in Le Sports back in 2015, and as of November 2016, publicly available information indicates that shares owned by the two billionaires had dwindled to 4% and 3% respectively. And that's not all. Indian media reports are saying that Leico has fired 85% of local Indian staff and two executives have asked to leave the company. Reports also state the company will eventually cease operations and withdraw from the country. Leico addressing the rumor told QQ.com that it is not going to exit from India and next week they will instead hold a product release conference. Apparently, Sunak Group's RMB 15 billion life-saving investment has not quite helped Leico, and its ecosystem affiliates are still caught in the mud of financial problems. Solving the money issue is definitely a priority for the founder Jia Yuting. Perhaps it is time to reconsider whether insisting risking the whole group on the cash-burning electric car business is really worthwhile. And now for Baidu. Baidu's CEO Robin Lee is quoted as saying, we reduce subsidies and marketing fees for Nomi, that is their group buying site, and Baidu Waimai, that is their food delivery service, but O2O services are indispensable businesses for us. That being said, Baidu's O2O services, once the top priority in the company's strategic plan, are without doubt no longer the core businesses for the company. Recently, it was reported that Baidu Waimai was in turmoil with reports of a possible leaving of its vice president and a large-scale layoff. Why ditch O2O services? Possible reasons for this include O2O services being too cash-burning and also the fact that Baidu Waimai, a relative latecomer to the industry, is not easily able to gain market share from more established players, for example, Erlemur, Meituan, and Dianping. Apart from the O2O basics, Baidu's O2O medical consultation service is part of a corporate restructuring plan. News has it that the service engine giant will shut down its medical consultation service, Baidu Doctor, on April the 10th, following a previous announcement made in February that it would dissolve its medical business group, which was only founded in 2015. These string of moves are likely intended to save Baidu's reputation after the company came under fire due to its involvement in medical advertisement scandals. However, this doesn't mean to say that Baidu no longer allows online medical advertisements through its search engine, despite Baidu having come under attack for adopting ranking auctions to sell medical ads to for-profit hospitals and pharmaceutical companies, the disbanding of the medical business group has nothing to do with its ad business. In huge contrast to its vulnerable O2O service is Baidu's trending AI business. Baidu last week announced it will establish an intelligent driving group with Dr. Chi Lu, Baidu's newly hired chief operating officer and group president as general manager. This is a reorganization of three previous businesses, Baidu's autonomous driving, smart vehicle, and car life units or internet of vehicles units. Analysts 
generally hold positive attitudes toward this reorganization because previously the autonomous driving businesses were chaotically scattered around in many different departments. This integration into one group makes it easier to communicate and concentrate resources. Just two days after the establishment of the intelligent driving group, rumor has it that Baidu plans to invest USD 100 million in a C-series fundraising round for Next EV, a Chinese electric car startup founded in 2014. If Next EV doesn't ring a bell, you may have heard of the newly launched premium supercar, the NIO EP9, currently the fastest electric supercar in the world. In comparison to some of the uh, troubles facing Faraday Future in getting a car into production and the, uh, of course, uh, financing difficulties facing Le Eco, Next EV is already making a real cars that are hitting the racetrack across the world. It is estimated that Baidu plans to apply its driverless technology in cars produced by Next EV. That's all for now, guys. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back the same time next week with another roundup of the week's happenings in tech. If anything here took your fancy, please do check out our website at www.chinatechinsights.com. Reach out to us at CN Tech Insights on Twitter or follow us on WeChat by scanning the QR code from the website. Bye for now.